Blog Talk Radio. that you have the victory, 
hey, the Bible that I read says that I always win because I triumph in victory in Christ Jesus. So you're a winner. I'm a winner. Everybody's a winner in Christ Jesus. So, hey, we can be glad about that, and we can celebrate that tonight. Well, I want to say to you, good evening, good evening, what's up, and welcome to Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulee. I am your host and your Life on Purpose navigator. I'm Louise's baby girl, an author, a cancer thriver, a minister, and a motivational speaker. And I am so super excited to take this journey with you this week. You know, God is moving in my life, and I am so humbled by all that he is doing. And I want to announce to you that I am now on WDBR Radio each Sunday morning from 9.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for a 15-minute journey of Life on Purpose. You can join me on the iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio. You know, when God begins to show up in your life and he begins to stretch you out of your comfort zone and begins to speak to you, you know, we have to we have to respond. You know, the, the Word of God says that the just shall live by faith. And we know that faith requires a corresponding action. So I want to encourage you. Maybe the Lord is speaking some things to you. Maybe he's shifting some things in your life. Maybe he's um, telling you that he has greater for you, uh, more than he wants you to, to do in the earth, more than he wants you to accomplish in the earth. And what I want to encourage you to do tonight, when the Lord says shift, shift. Don't stay stuck in that place. Don't feel like you're inadequate. Don't feel like you're not good enough or you don't have what it takes because whom God calls to a certain task, he has already qualified you. You may not have everything together. You may not know how it's all going to work out, but I promise you when we yield to the Lord, when we yield our members to him, our minds, our bodies to him and allow him to have his way, he will make every crooked place straight. He will make every every um, um, valley be exalted. He will bring down mountains when we trust the Lord. So, so glad about that. So glad about that. Continue to pray for me because at the end of the day, it's what we do for Christ that will last. So continue to pray for me. Um, guys, right now let's take a moment. Um, we, this is time for our invite blast, and I want to encourage you to take a minute, send a text, an email, an inbox, or a tweet, and let your family and friends know that we are live on the Life on Purpose dial right now. They can dial in on their phones at 917-889-2821, or they can visit my social media page and just click the link. And also tonight, as we go through the broadcast, I invite you in. I want you to be a part of the broadcast tonight. Don't forget to press the number one on your keypad. We will entertain your question. We'll entertain your comments when we get to that place in the broadcast tonight. Wow. So, so super excited. Everybody knows me. Know I love to dance. I love to keep it moving. I love to keep it moving. And even as I think about our foundation of scripture tonight, it's got me dancing right here in my seat because Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purposes. See, I can move on that. I can rock back and forth when I think about the goodness of Jesus and I think about all he's done for me and I think about where he's brought me from. I think about how he touched my body, how he brought me out of the mari clay, how he healed my body. You know, just the things that the Lord has done for me just makes me so excited and I hope it makes you excited excited tonight. And moving, moving right along, moving right along on the broadcast. 
although, you know, we can look at this as being a somber moment, and we can look at this as being something sad, but, you know, the Bible says that in all things give thanks, and we're going to give God thanks tonight, that tonight is, we, we, we're actually looking at the month of October, and it is the month that we celebrate breast cancer awareness. We are going, we're going to celebrate those that are, that have come through, we're going to celebrate our thrivers tonight. Our, some people call them survivors. Some people call them thrivers. You know, when I look at a survivor, a survivor just means that you came through something, that you got through it. And a thriver means that you got through it, you learned something as a result of what you went through, then you were able to get up and keep moving. So I want to say tonight, I don't know what you call yourself, but if you've, if you've been on a cancer journey and you've come out on the other side, I'm calling you a thriver tonight. I'm calling you a thriver. I'm speaking to you and into your life right now. I'm speaking purpose. I'm speaking destiny that if the Lord has left you here, God still has something for you to do. Also tonight, we are going to remember our angels, those that have preceded us and crossed on over into heaven. And we're also going to bring awareness to this dreadful disease. And as we think tonight about those that have preceded us, if you don't mind, let's just pause for a moment and give God thanks for the lives of those that have preceded us, one of them being my very own sister, um, whom I think about every day and think about our conversations and how she would make me laugh and um, just the relationship that we had. And that's my sister, Lisa Jones, um, who passed away last year from breast cancer, also a very, a very sweet classmate and friend, um, Sarah Miller Camardi. She passed away as well last year, and I want to um, just take a moment and think about those two young ladies, and you think about whoever's in your life. It may be a survivor. It may be a thriver. It may be someone that has passed on, but tonight we're going to send some love and light and energy um, across these airways and, and even from the Father to those and to those families that were left behind. So let's just pause for a moment and think about that. Thank you. Thank you so much. When I think about breast cancer and, you know, just looking at the statistics, statistics show that one out of every eight women and one out of every 1,000 men will face breast cancer in their lifetime. And when we look at that, um, that means that most of us, you either know somebody, you work with somebody, um, someone in your family, and it may have even been you. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to talk about early detection, um, which I believe saves lives um, when I introduce my guests a little bit later on tonight. But I um, want to also remind you that last week's broadcast we had uh, my special guest, Melissa Holmes, and she's a domestic violence advocate. And this month as well, the month of um, October, is also domestic violence, a month, domestic violence Awareness Month. So I want you to... Go back and take a listen to that show. She has a powerful story of how God brought her out of a uh, tumultuous situation. So go back and take a listen to her. Um, you can visit my Facebook page or my social media and listen to that page as well. And if we're not friends yet, I'd love to have you as my friend. Go on and send me a friend request. I love, love, love to connect with you. And tonight, 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 I want to introduce you all to, to, um, to our guest tonight. I want you to help me to welcome our special guest. Our topic tonight is the purpose beyond the pain. And without further ado, I want to welcome to our 
broadcast tonight, the beautiful minister, Angel McLean McCaskill. Welcome to Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay, Minister Angel. Thank you. Thank you so much, Deborah. I am honored. I tell you, I am beyond honored that you considered me to come on tonight and just to share with everybody. I praise God for what you are doing in the kingdom and allowing him to use your story to be a blessing to others. I love it. I love your passion. I can feel it through the airwaves. I just love it. You, I can just see you smiling as you are sharing with everybody about this talk show. I love it. It's contagious. So I, I'm going to try to contain myself. Um, I, I slid away from uh, the family to uh, record this, but I tell you, I can feel the anointing um, already just right. in your welcome, just in your voice alone. So I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on because honey you are using your gift to it's working for you let me tell you it is working Amen. for you so i am honored that you um you know to be here i'm excited to be here i've been excited nervous i've been all emotional all day because <laughs> I, I you know i wanted to uh, you know how you want to prepare and you want to say, okay, God, you know, I said, you know what, whatever he give me to say, that's what we're going to flow with tonight. So, and you mentioned earlier, October is um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and so we thank you for, you know, just allowing the time to shed light on such um, a dreadful disease that me and you both share and have in common. So, you know, we didn't sign up for this. We didn't say, hey, right. I'm over here, give it to me. But, you know, we learned so much from it, and I'm not trying to go ahead of what I want to prepare to say later, but it all worked for our good, didn't it? <laughs> yes, Romans 8 and 28, God definitely did use it, um, allow it to happen, because I don't believe anything happens except the Lord allows it, even as we look at the story of Job. So uh, we just believe the Lord suffered it to be that it was for our good and for his glory. You know, just like yeah. I believe it was Job that was said, it was good that I was afflicted. And sometimes when we go through life and we go through things and they are painful, we can't say that it wasn't painful. We can't say that if we had had a choice, and I mean for me now, maybe maybe you braver than me, but um, <laughs> I can honestly say had the Lord asked me, will you go on this journey, I probably would have opted out. But I can tell you, my right. sister, and I know your passion just from seeing your light shine, um, that Although the enemy may have meant it for evil, God turned it for good. And so God is getting the glory out of our story. And in the midst of what we went through, he gave us grace for the journey. And I'm going to stop right there because I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get right on into the topic for tonight. Okay. All right. Well, as stated, I'm Angel McLean McCaskill. I'm a 10-year breast cancer survivor. To God be the glory. Married to Pastor Robert L. McCaskill. Um, we to Mary Baptist Church in Bowling Green, South Carolina, and where we just love the Lord. Um, I'm a mother of three. I got two sons and a daughter. Uh, Precious little grandbaby, I told him now, y'all really showing out with this. I made me a look, a grandma this uh, last year, last March. Um, I'm an encourager, a motivator who loves the Lord, and I just must tell it everywhere I go because God has been that good to me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's good. You know, um, when you can go through life and, and not, and just because you are a pastor's wife, 
doesn't mean you don't have to face any trials or tribulations. doesn't mean that you don't go through anything. But I thank God that when we look at you and we look at your smile and we look at your stance um, in the Lord and how I can mm-hmm. say it, I'm sure those that are around you can say that you are powerful in the kingdom and you definitely don't look like what you've been through. And so I give God glory with you, my pink sister. That's one thing yes. about it. For those of you who've never been on that journey, it's, it's no way to even explain it, no way for you to understand. But I promise you, me and my sister, we don't, we don't want you to know. We don't want anybody to have to go through that. But it is something about it's, it, it empowers you when you go through a test. And you and you know can't anybody do anything for you but God. People can be there for you. Doctors can be there for you. But at the end of the day, you know it was nobody but God. It is so liberating when you think about the Father's love, how much he loved you, how he carried you through that situation. It's nobody but God. And maybe your situation may not be breast cancer. It could be something else. But when God carries you and you know that it was nobody but God, that is so liberating, so liberating. Minister Angel, tell yes. us, what does life on purpose mean to you? I feel it means to live what you were created to do. I mean, you know, just just that simple. We often hear the word purpose all of the time, and purpose means the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So life on purpose to me means living an extraordinary, not an ordinary life, living life in the fullness thereof, no lack, um, plentiful, not living in fear. It's when you find yourself. In other words, you're not walking around aimlessly in life, but you have purpose. You know why you were here. You 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 live that every single day that God allows you to wake up. When I tell you, you know, being diagnosed changed that for me. I no longer have a tolerance for being petty, sweating the small stuff in life. When God heals you, you are never the same. So that's what it means to Woo. me. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't have said that any better. And can you say, I mean, when you look at your life, um, that it's 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 like there was a shift or like a light bulb came on for you after you went after you went through that experience. Yes, because it's like, you know, before you may have not like, uh, you know, like now it's like, hey, I live, like they say, you only live uh, once. You know, we used to hear that all the time growing up, you know, you only live once. But to truly, you know, get that second chance that God allowed, you know, to you know, I could have been, you know, gone. He didn't al- He didn't have to allow me to still be here. So it's like I'm not wasting my time on this and that. If it's not meaningful, if it's not purposeful, hey, get away from me because I am trying to be about my father's business. I don't have time to get caught up in this. I don't do drama over here. and all. It's just I-, I think if people, you know, really think about that without having something happen to them, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm with you. I wouldn't. I mm-hmm. wouldn't wish this on an enemy of mine. You know, just to say, I wish they would get this. But let me tell you, we gain so much from it. But honey, just living on purpose means like, I feel like um, you just want everything that God has for you. You want everything that He put inside of you to be used all the way up till you're just completely empty. Mm-hmm. There's like nothing left. And then when there's nothing left, you can go ahead and you know, you know. Let's say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Because you've done all, you've emptied all out, and you can truly say, I know my purpose on earth was to do this. I know it was to, to do this. So it's like it changes your life 
I mean, dramatically. Uh, you you have changes all around you. You know, you love your family harder. You love your friends harder. You know, you just you just appreciate the small things. You know, it may not mean much to other people, but it means the world. You know, to me, something as small. You know, and I probably didn't look at small things. You know, ten years ago, prior to ten years ago, I promise you, I, I probably was too busy. I was probably, you know, taking care of everybody else and doing everything else. I didn't even think about the small things, honey. I appreciate just the wind blowing on my face sometimes, yes, just the sun yes, shining, yes. you know, on my face. Stuff that normally take me out of, you know, just the beach and just hearing the sounds of the ocean. I I just appreciate little things like that. It doesn't have to be diamonds and pearls and cars and houses, none yes. of that stuff. I just like the small, just the little serene things around me now that I appreciate because it reminds me God gave me another chance. Woo, glory, 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 glory. That's good, that's good, that's good. And since now you were very young, too, um, when you were diagnosed, weren't you? How old were you when you were diagnosed? Um, 35. Yeah, 35. I was 35. And, that's, rel- mm-hmm. and that, that's relatively young. You know, Most in most cases it's um, older um, women that, that get diagnosed right. with breast cancer. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I don't know about you, but before my sister got diagnosed, I may have known maybe one other person that had you know, had 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 breast cancer, but I didn't know a lot of people that had had breast cancer. How was that experience for you? Did you know other people? Were other people there to be, you know, to speak to you, to encourage you? Or how was that experience for you? Well, let me tell you, it's so funny. It's like, you know what, God is so awesome because it's like you're just all in my, you know, you're just, you're just all in my thoughts from the day, but I thank God. That's confirmation right there. But, you know, the only person I knew of, and we both share that person in common, and that's Sarah Miller Cromartie. I promise you, I didn't know anybody else but her. Wow. And when wow. I, I say, oh, my gosh, this is what Sarah, you know, and it still was just like, I didn't know anybody else but her, and I still didn't get to really reach out to her, you know, just to ask her a bunch of questions because we used to go to the same salon, you know, right there at Angie's in York. So Uh uh, uh we went to the same hairdresser, you know, everything. All these years, I said, I didn't know Sarah had breast cancer, you know. And um, Angie was like, Uh yeah, yeah. She said she will be a good tool for you to, you know, reach out. She'll be glad to talk to you and everything. So she was the only person. I mean, you know, other than seeing it on TV and the other, you Uh know, race. Yeah, um, I saw it with them all the time. But, you know, in our community, I didn't know one single person at all. She was the only person that I had a chance to talk to. She's the yeah. only person. Isn't and I said, wow. And, yeah. Hmm. And, but when you look yeah. around today, it is this, it has become so common that you see so many people, people that we know, people in our circle, people we go to church with, that we went to school with, that are being diagnosed with breast cancer. So tell us about um, your thoughts on early detection and, and what types of things can we do, um, you know, to navigate the process as it relates to breast health? Man, I can tell you breast self-exams, I mean, we we have to stress that, and I will keep stressing that um, to eternity because they are so important because you know your body like nobody else, the way you should. 
you should know your body like mm-hmm. nobody else. Mm-hmm. So that is the time where if you can just do a, a monthly self-exam normally after your cycle is when they recommend you do it because, you know, a lot of all kind of other stuff be going on at that time. But if you can wait to after you have a monthly, your monthly and just take your time, take those fingers. I know how to, you know, show you which two fingers to use and just press uh-huh. around that breast and just check and feel and see if there's anything that feels you know, odd. Anything that wasn't there, uh-huh. you know, last month is there today. So, just taking those uh, breast breast exams and then actually, you know, getting your mammograms. If it's time for you to get one, I know the age is a factor with that now. They're pushing it up to forty, um, unless you have like a history of it. But just you know, getting the mammogram. But really, you can catch it yourself if you feel your breast yourself. I mean, because that's why that's how I found mine. Mm-hmm. You know, so just mm-hmm. checking and you feel a lump and it doesn't feel right or, you know, and not all lumps, you know, are cancerous, but you still need to check it out. So just checking that lump and and just feeling around your breast and just seeing, hey, this wasn't there last month. Let's see what's going on with this. Go to your doctor and let them, you know, confirm what it is. Don't I hear too often that people, I don't want to know what it is. That's crazy to me. I cannot wrap my mind around that. You know. Yeah. I I, that now that you you wanna get that's one of my pet peeves when I hear somebody say, Oh, I I mean I'ma die with something or I'ma die of something so I don't wanna know. That's crazy to me. I have no understanding for that. Because you know, we've come so far with technology and compared to where it was, you know, back years ago. We it we've gone too far you know, to even have that attitude about it. So if you can catch it early, that means you can live and you can live longer and, you know, get treated quicker than, you know, we used to back mm-hmm. in the day. So, and, you know, and that's a generational thing. That's a, um African-American kind of thing that we had. You know, we just didn't talk about it. You know, we didn't hear about it. That was hush-hush, keep it under the rug. You know, you don't mm-hmm. say that word in this house. You know, you just didn't uh-huh. talk about it um, then, and that's what I'm learning now with it. You know, of course, you know, years later, and I was like, wow, you know, you could have aunts, you could have had grandmothers, your mother, you know, and you, uh-huh. it, they didn't talk about it because it, it just wasn't cool, you know, to talk about it. But now it's like everywhere. Uh-huh. What? You're a breast cancer survivor? Me too. You know, it's it's totally changed now. Yeah. Totally different. And and when you say how many that I know compared to what I know now, man, the list goes on and on and on. I know so many. I tag somebody. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I I told one of my coworkers the other day when I was tagging people in, I was tagging survivors in a post of mine, and I said, this is too many. I'm tagging too many people in here. Where I used to just know only one. Now I got like 20 people in this post. And three of them have died, you know, and gone on. That's, you know, that's reality, you know, and that's why your job, my job, that's why we can't stop in what we're doing in the communities. We got to get the word out, you know, go get checked out, check yourself. You know, it doesn't mean a death sentence when you hear those words. We're proof of that. That's the truth, and I. But I think, uh, you know, with um, with African Americans especially, you know, we the survival rate for for us 
hopefully it's gotten better since the last time I, I uh, read about it. But because we wait so late, we don't go when we feel the lump or when we, you know, when we when we notice maybe our, our um, breast, you know, has some right. type of inflammation or there's something leaking from our nipple, we'll just wait and wait and wait and just think it's going to mm-hmm. go away. But um, early detection is so important, even in your treat, even in the treatment plan that you may have to have. Yes. I know some women go and it's still just in one location, and they just go in, scoop it out, and don't have to do, you know, may, maybe radiation, but don't have to do chemo and surgery, right. you know, major surgeries or anything like that. Um, right. It's just so, you know, it's just so important. And it's, in my heart tonight, I'm just, I just want to say. Don't wait. If you feel anything wrong, if you feel anything like um, Minister Angel just said, that is not normal for you, make mm-hmm. sure that you go and get it checked out. Um, I can honestly say if my sister had not have had breast cancer when I felt my lump, I'm probably one of the ones that would not have gone. I probably would have not thought it was anything serious, you know, because I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. That had breast cancer like that, like right. in my family mm-hmm. or, or in my circle. I didn't know anybody, so I mm-hmm. would have probably not thought it was anything serious. But right. I'm, I'm so glad that I I went when I did because I believe because I went when I did um, that I was able to. Although I had to go through chemo, radiation, surgery, you know, mastectomy, everything. But I still mm-hmm. believe if I had not gone when I went, it probably would have gotten in my lymph nodes, and it probably would have been worse. And, um, right. And I can just say, as a result of my sister going through what she was going through, she was mm-hmm. one of the ones, you know, telling me, no, you go to my doctor, I'm calling, call, I'm calling them, go over there to Piedmont, get your records, you're going to Charlotte, da 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 So she was very animate about me moving quickly. And, I, you know, I thank God for her tonight because um, yes. I probably would not have moved as quickly as I did had she not pushed, had she not been so concerned about me. And, um, That's and, right. And I'm sure, you know, I'm not the, not the only one. I'm sure there's even been people that you've met since then that you've pushed. Exactly. Yeah, we thank God. Yeah, amen, amen. Well, you are listening live tonight to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay radio show, and I'm here tonight with my special guest, Minister Angel McLean McCaskill. She's here. She has a powerful testimony of how God delivered her, brought her through um, breast cancer as we're um, celebrating Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And the reason I say celebrate, although that may sound like a strong word, the word I read says in all things, give thanks. Because I can say, and she can say, and there's many others that can say, that as a result of what I went through, I'm the person that I am today. You know, God did something yes. in me on my journey, on my journey to healing. God worked the work on the inside of me. And we're going to pause right now for our Life on Purpose song for tonight. And when we come back, Minister Angel is going to share from the topic, Purpose Beyond the Pain. Listen up tonight to... God held me together by Zacardi Cortez. But I'm still alive 
And I am so grateful He kept me
in your heart. You just can't, you know, go on, mama and them said it, grandma and them said it. You have to have the word of God in your heart for yourself because at times like this, when pain like this comes up, you have to have something down on the inside of you that you can bring up to fit your situation. You can't go on because uh, the Sunday school teacher said it, uh, the pastor said it. You got to have that word deep down on the inside because you got to call out all of these scriptures when stuff like this come up. When pain hits you the right way, situations, life come at you, circumstances come at you, you got to have those go-to scriptures to be able to come back and say, okay, God, now in your word you said this. Now, come on, God, now in your word you said this. You're not reminding him, you're not being disrespectful to God, but you're just bringing it back and you're bringing it up out of what you know, out of what your heart is saying and, and what you know for yourself to work. So when I tell you pain hit, I went to the word of God and I found some scriptures that helped me get back on track. And that's what you got to do immediately because the enemy, trust and believe, the enemy wants you to go the total opposite. He wants you to Mm -hmm. sit there and sink in it and wallow in it for a couple days. Let me tell you right quick, you got one second to allow that enemy to come in because he will come in so smooth and so, you know, sneaky and, you know, and he just come in like that. You don't see him coming because he'll say, you know what, they might not be able to kill yours. You know, he going to throw little things Mm -hmm. like that at Mm -hmm. you. So you got one second to believe real quick, real positive. You don't have but a second. When I tell you, you you got one second to make up in your mind either you're going to believe God or you're going to believe what the words say or you're going to believe the enemy. And you got to know the enemy got one motive, to kill, steal, and destroy. So you don't have yes, no business listening right. to him anyway. <laughs> so the minute Mr. you Angel, make up yes, in your Mr. mind. Angel, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you one question. You know, this is something that yeah. I always say, and, and this helps me to be more compassionate and probably helps you even to be more compassionate. Can, yeah. Would you say that it's a different story when it's you. It's one. It's it's totally different when you are there in support of someone else and you praying with somebody. You encouraging them. You oh, you're gonna be okay. It's gonna be right. fine. But when those right. doctors tell you those words, it literally it puts a demand it, on your right. faith. It literally yes. makes you now. You have to yes. get in a place. Not I mean in your mind. You have to get in a yes. certain place in your faith walk. Because I promise you, it is a totally different story when it's you. <laughs> yes, I agree 100%. You really do. And it's and it's so easy to do. I can, you know, somebody would tell me before and I'd say, oh, man, I'm going to keep you in prayer. I'm praying for you, sister. Or, you know, keep your head up. You, you hang on in there. Girl, God got you. You know, we can roll those words off real good as saints, season saints, Christians. You know, we roll that off real good. <laughs> you know, we can, oh, give us a script to anything, but uh-uh, until it knocks on your front door, knock, 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 here I am, you better have some foundation. You better have something to stand on because you're going to need it. You need it like ever before. But, you know, sometimes we find ourselves encouraging others anyway. I, it's been places, it's been some seasons or, you know, places in my life that I've been. People wouldn't know I'm encouraging them, but and, you know, and I'm sitting there like, they want me to pray for them. I need somebody to pray for me. 
you know, and it's, and it's like, you know, but, you know, I wouldn't say it or, you know, I wouldn't, you know, just, but I'm a, I'm a drop a prayer and I'm a pray out of sincerity. I'm a really mean what I pray because guess what? While I'm praying for them and while I'm encouraging them, God is fixing stuff for me. He got, he over here fixing glory, my stuff, glory, glory. He, you know, in the process glory. of it. So Woo! I had to learn that. Yes. He's turning around over here for me. I'm praying for your child because he acting up. Guess what? When mine start doing the same or, you know, something else, guess what? He going to fix it for me. I'm telling you he going to do it for you. I got to believe that he's going to do it for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's good. That's good, sis. That's real good right there. And you are listening tonight to Minister Angel McClain McCaskill on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay broadcast. We're talking about breast cancer. We're talking about um, uh, moving forward, you know, that there is purpose beyond the pain that you can press through. And I want Mm -hmm. you tonight, if you have a question or you have a comment um, for Minister Angel, I want you to press the number one on your keypad, and we'll definitely invite you into the broadcast. Minister Angel, you can carry on, too. Okay. And um, just, you know, going back to that, too, you know, it's just good to know that we um, serve a God that is always with us. So, you know, when you get news, you get bad news or something's going on, circumstances going on, God is there. He said in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So, and I thank God that he was there with me, you know, that day. And I'm going to tell you, uh, when the Lord spoke to me and said, you shall live and not die, because, you know, you got to think about it. I'm trying to prepare this thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just got this news. But God is so good. He didn't let me worry all the way down 85. He he knew, you know what, I know uh-huh. Angel. I got to give her a sign. I got to tell her something <laughs> so she won't lose her mind, so she won't go crazy, so she won't, you know, and I thank God that he knows us better than he we know ourselves. Us. He created mm, us, yes, so he know me. He yes. knows me, yes, and he Father. knew what it was going to take to keep me together. Let me, Lord, that, you know, keep me together. So, and he did just that. When I tell you. Just like you hear my voice, he said, you shall live and not die. And so I'm looking in the car because I know I'm in the car by myself. But it was clear as day like he was sitting right over there in the car with me, and he said it again. But it was different this time. When he said it this time, because I heard him the first time, and that's how we often do. We hear the Lord the first time a lot of times. But um, I heard him the first time, and I was like, "Mm, yeah, tears still rolling. Yeah, yeah, you know, still driving. I hear you, Lord. But that second time, it was just something different about that second time. When he said it that time, I tell you, it was just something that just came all over me. It was a calm that came all over me in that car. And I said, and here it is again. I'm reminding me of scripture, Philippians 4 and 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. And when I tell you, when he said it that time, I took it and ran with it. I didn't look back. Because God said it. And if God said it, I believe it. And I took him just for that. I stood on the word, and he said he was going to fix it. He said I wasn't going nowhere. I'm a big, 
I love my birthday. And, you know, I get this diagnosis, like, August the 10th, my birthday, August the 16th. And all my family know, all my friends know that's a national holiday um, around. And I know they're listening and probably saying, Lord, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but, really, I love my birthday. And I remember asking the surgeon, you know, do I need to be planning my funeral or do I need to be celebrating? And I'm telling you, God's so good. He sent a Christian surgeon to me. She said, girl, you ain't going nowhere. We got this. <laughs> yeah, she said, God, I got this. You ain't going nowhere. I say, what? I say, yes. I said, you know, and again, another confirmation, another uh, positive person because I prayed. That's how important prayer is. If I don't have a call, I'm going to keep talking. Now you let me know when to stop. But um, that's how important prayer is because I prayed that God don't send me anybody negative, don't send anybody negative around me during this season. God shared with me I was in a praying season. I wasn't in a sharing season. All of this was dropped like at one time. And the reason why I say that about the praying and the sharing, because everybody can't handle what you're going through. That's right. That's right. So it's you know what I mean. So it you know, and he he I mean he just orchestrated that thing so good to wherein my nurses, honey, they would be giving me my IV or taking my blood in my arm or stuff like that and talking about God. I say yes, God, I see you, and that's how every visit was. Every nurse, every doctor, even the people in the waiting room wasn't all mad, looking sad and discouraged. You know, we all sitting in there with the same thing taking chemo in the same room and everybody in there was positive. I say, thank you, God. And and he purposely done that. I prayed for him to do that, and he did exactly that. It's some family members I didn't share with personally. He said, this is not a sharing season until, you know, and Mm -hmm. and not to, you know, just that I didn't want to keep it a secret or it was like I was hiding or anything like that. It was just really, he he spoke those words that clear, and I stayed in that season until he released me to start sharing. Amen. And that's one thing about God as well. We have to hear him and know how to move and how to navigate. Um, that yeah. I'm sure there were people that you did tell and that you knew could agree with you in what you were right. believing him for. Right. And you didn't want to just open up and tell everybody because everybody couldn't no. agree with you. And some people may have said con- things that were contrary to what you were believing God for. Because as you said before, for most people, you know, when we hear that C word, you think mm-hmm. about death. And so right. other people in our family, when they hear that word, they begin to think about death. And so, yeah, so I definitely um, can stand in agreement with you um, about that because we have to know who to release it to, who to tell, who can who can agree with me, who can't, because those are just really very, very critical moments in your life. You need your right. faith built up and not right. torn down. Uh, I, in, in the book that I wrote, Grace for the Journey, there's a chapter about chemo, no chemo, because mm-hmm. I did have some people, you know, in, in my life, although the doctor mm-hmm. was saying, you know, we want to do chemo, there's aggressive chemo um, therapy because, what I had was triple negative breast cancer, so they right. wanted to treat it aggressively. Then I had some mm-hmm. other people telling me, well, if I were you, <laughs> listen, if I were you, I wouldn't <laughs> do the chemo. I would just right. do the, the natural, you know, the, the um, eating the vegetables and, you know, do it naturally. Okay. So I, I prayed about it and said, okay, God, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, need to, I need for you to tell me what to do. 
Then, and that's why I say it's yeah. a different story when it's you. Because when it's it you is. and it's your body, it's very easy for somebody on the outside to tell you to eat vegetables and, 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 and when God is saying, no, this is the process I want you to go through. Because when I think about the Hebrew boys, when I think about them three Hebrew boys and how, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. went into the fiery furnace. Now, they didn't have to go in that furnace because they could have bowed down like that king said for them to do. And mm-hmm. they would not have mm-hmm. had to go through that. However... It was purpose for their lives because we know that when they went in the fiery furnace and when the king went and looked in, he said, I, we threw in three, but now we see four, and one of them looks like the son of man. One of them looks like the son of God. So we, we know that even after that happened, then God got glory out of that situation. They went into the fiery furnace. They did, their clothes didn't get singed. Their hair didn't get singed. And the Bible says that they came out and that they didn't smell like smoke. However, right. the king then began to believe in the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So God used that. He used that to bring King Nebuchadnezzar to him. So how about yeah. us and how about our lives and how about the purpose beyond the pain being, you know, God is going to take the pain. He's going to take whatever your pain is. He's going to take, it could be a relationship that you're experiencing right. pain. It could be pain in your body as you're going through a health crisis. It could be That's pain right. as a result of you losing your job. It could be pain of, of, as a result of your finances not being the way to think that you want them to be. But in the midst of your pain, know that there is purpose beyond the pain. But it depends yeah. on how you navigate the process. How will you navigate the process? Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's one of the scriptures from the book, Grace for the Journey. That's one of the scriptures that the Lord ministered to me. You know, fear not, for I am with you. And that's what I hear the Lord saying tonight. No matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, fear not. Be not dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. He will strengthen you. He will help you. And he will uphold you. And he will carry you through. Yes. Yes. That is so true. And, yeah, it's purpose. It was purpose behind it. It's purpose behind it all. And, you know, you you think about it and you say, oh, wow. And and when the Lord shows you you're going to be blessing to others while you're going through the process, you're like, really? (laughs) Really? Where? How? You know, you 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 want to ask yourself like, how am I gonna be a blessing to somebody? I'm all broke up. I remember the first year I couldn't even speak. I couldn't even be nobody's speaker for the first year. And God just you know kept giving me strength, kept giving me invites, and people wanted me to come and share my story. And I was thinking, if I can get through this story without crying, I'll be okay. And I remember <laughs> each year, you know, each year I got under my belt, I got a little bit better. But I tell you know, it's still yeah. some of it to this day that are still, you know, bring a tear to. You know, it's just that he's helped me get it better. Like, I couldn't even say one word the first year. But, you know, through those, you know, just telling it more, telling it more, and I can tell it the exact same way I did, you know, years ago. It Nothing changes. It's just amazing how I remember stuff so small to other people, but they're so big to me. I remember everything. I remember every detail wow. of everything and every day. But I do remember the most important thing that, like you said, God was with me. He was with you. He's with everybody that, you know, have to go, you know, go through it. So you're sitting there say, purpose behind the pain? You mean to tell me 
after a diagnosis, is there still purpose behind this pain? God said, yes. You mean to tell me losing my hair would have purpose, God? Really? Yes. All of these surgeries, having a port put in to receive chemotherapy, had to get the port taken out after I was done with chemotherapy, there's still purpose in your pain. Having a mastectomy, I mean, the whole breast cut off, really, God, four to six hours surgery, you're still saying there's purpose in this pain? Yes. I got to do reconstruction next. That's another surgery. You mean that's purpose. (laughs) Really, there's still purpose in this pain. Only to get a tissue expander. And, you know, after you do one step of it, you got to get a tissue expander in. Only those that had a mastectomy know what I'm talking about and reconstruction. Uh uh All of that, and you got to wait on that to heal and then get ready for another surgery to get implants in that's still purpose behind this pain and then not on that the pain of the drains and the tubes from surgery scars sometimes can't raise my left hand and there's still purpose god says yes there is having my husband shave my armpits because of this surgery you mean to tell me that there's still purpose in this pain he said yeah and because of this i'm birthing earth angel out of this so pain met purpose in january of 2008 when that when earth angel was organized so in the midst of all I went through, God did a new thing in me, in my ministry, in everyone around me by pain. He birthed that purpose. That was It was pain, but it was still purpose. It was pain, but it was still purpose. And he made that purpose even greater than the pain. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ooh, powerful, powerful, powerful woman of God. My God, my God. Powerful testimony. The testimony that was a test that keeps on giving and keeps on living and keeps on breathing life into the lives of others. Um, you are truly an inspiration as you are an ambassador in the earth. You're a kingdom ambassador, and you have a mandate to speak, to teach, and to tell others. Um, where you've gone, other people may have to experience it, but they will not experience it the same way as a result of you opening your mouth and as a result of yeah. you pulling people close to your heart that their experiences will not be as difficult as your experiences experience mm-hmm. was because mm-hmm. God has now anointed you to be a way shower. You know, everybody needs a way shower in their life. And although mm-hmm. you can't be the one to go in and take the chemo for them or the surgery for them, but you can be a way shower in that you can tell them what thus says the Lord and you can speak a word of encouragement to them. And I just want to encourage you, woman of God, because of the mandate that's on your life and the anointing that's on your life, that the platform that you've spoken on up to this point, that they are being expanded. I, I can just sense I glory, can you glory. that your platform is being expanded in Jesus' name. And when it comes, just be prepared for it. Right now, you're going to stop preparing and just knowing the doors are going to be swinging open and people are going to hear want to hear your voice and want to hear your testimony. I mean, when you speak, it's just kind of like, you know, like music that's just real pleasing to the ear. It's not like it's, it's, a, it's a, um, a, a, just a sound that's real rasping and bold and clanging, but it is a sweet sound that you release. Glory, glory. And I just want to encourage you to continue to allow the Lord to use you to show forth his glory in your life because he has tr- he is truly getting the glory out of your story. And glory, I want you, glory. woman of God, to tell us. I know you have an event coming up. Tell us how we can connect, how we can, you know, be a part of what God is doing in your life. Oh, gosh, glory. I receive that. Thank you so much for I receive it. I receive every word. I receive it. Thank you so much. Um, 
you got me messed up now. Let me let me get back here. Um, yes, I have an event coming up October the 14th. Um, it's an, our ninth annual event. In the past, we've had Simply Pink Luncheons, and this year we're doing a new thing. It's going to be from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., October the 14th, at Union Road Church. Um, that address is 2315 Union Road, Gastonia, North Carolina. So come out. We're pink. We celebrate survivors. We bring awareness. We have physicians on hand to share with us information on breast cancer, door prizes, um, food. It's a good time. Tickets are $15. Um, my team um, has a few tickets left. There are a few still left on eventbrite.com. Last year we sold out. So please, please um, move speedily on that. Um, and if you pull it up on eventbrite.com, you can just search by putting in Pink Soiree or Earth Angel, and it pulls right up, and my picture is on there. So meet us there. Tell a survivor about it. Bring a survivor. Treat a survivor to it. You know, everybody might not have $15, so be a blessing to a survivor that you know they need to be there. They could just be recently diagnosed, maybe going through chemo right now. To see that many survivors and see all of that um, love and, and pink in the room, it gives them so much hope. So I know they'll be blessed if they can, Amen. you know, just get there. You know, bless somebody with it, even if you can't come. Amen, amen. And I'm on I'm Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm going to go McCaffrey. get my ticket. Get it tonight. Get it. Get it. And um, um, I'm yeah. on Facebook, Angel McLean, Hyphen McCaskill, um, Earth Angel Breast Cancer Foundation is on Facebook. Um, so I'm I'm out there. Everybody pick with me about taking pictures every day, so I'm out there. <laughs> And you're beautiful. And that's one thing, too, about life. You embrace life totally different, and you celebrate it every day. Because you really know that life is a gift. The Bible says life is but a vapor. You really know that life is but a vapor, and you live each day on purpose. Hey, listen, my favorite song is... My favorite song, and I tell everybody, you know, I I tell them in a minute, I was like, um, you don't know my story, all the things I've been through. Mm -hmm. You can't feel my pain what I had to go through to get here. You'll never understand my praise, so don't try to figure it out because my worship is for weird. I've been through too much not to worship God, and I tell him, oh, honey, every chance I get, I'm going to give him the praise and I'm going to give him the glory. You can get tired glory. of me. You can say, she needs to sit down or whatever you want to say. <laughs> hey, that's on you because I'm going to give God the glory, the honor, and praise every chance I get because I owe that to him. I owe him that. I was created to worship and praise him, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So you come to my church, you come to a church service, you sit beside me. If you don't want all that, if you say it don't take all that, don't sit beside me. (laughs) In Jesus' name. I know that's right. (laughs) I know that's right. God has been too good, too good. Well, Minister Angel, if you will, we have come to um, the time um, that I often say, you know, the saddest part of the show, if there is a sad part, and that's the time that we say goodbye for this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay radio broadcast with my guest tonight, Minister Angel McLean McCaskill. I pray that you have been inspired to live your life on purpose, to pursue your purpose like never before, because we know that we were sent into the earth with an assignment, a purpose, and a destiny, and life is living until it's lived on purpose. 
God bless you, woman of God. And if you will pray with us, we um, just trust that you um, have the word to um, for us tonight. Oh, yes. No matter what it looks like, just trust God. No matter what the pain, um, God is working for your good. God allows our circumstances to push us into our destiny and our purpose because, let's be honest, some of us will stay right in our comfort zone. So, um, But know that God is there for us no matter what he said in his word, that he would never leave you nor forsake you. So whose report will you believe on tonight? I will believe the report of the Lord. God said it, and I believe it. And guess what? I'm going to take him at his word because his word never fails. His word never lies. Amen. Amen. And let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we do honor you tonight. We thank you for this time together to fellowship, you, Lord. Lord God, to inspire, Lord, and to share your word. Father, I thank you for my beautiful pink sister, Lord. I thank you for thank all that you, you're God. doing in her life. She is a mighty, mighty woman of God. And how you are using her, Lord, to speak your word, to declare your word, and to change the lives of the people that you allow her thank to be you, in Jesus. her presence. God, I thank you right now, Father God, for the doors that you are opening, Lord, and how you're going to use her even at greater measure, Lord. Lord. God, thank I you, thank God. you, Father thank God, you, that Lord. I have not seen, nor has ears heard, it hasn't even entered into her heart, everything thank that you, you have in store for her because of her relationship with you, because she is surrendered to you, and because she gives you the glory with her life. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank glory. you right now for everyone that is listening to this broadcast. Thank I thank you, you right now, Father yes, God, for even for those, Lord God, that have questions about their breast tonight, questions about yes, what Lord. they feel, Thank Lord God. God. And even right now, Father God, you said in your word that healing is the children's bread. So even tonight, Thank Father you, God, Jesus. we thank you for healing, Lord God, being thank released you, God. from the bodies of those that may thank have you, questions Lord. about their breasts, Father God. We thank yes, you right Lord. now, Father God, for you said in your word that Jesus, Lord God, that he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised yes, our God. Yes, God. and the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So I thank, thank you, you right God. now, Father. That even before the foundation of the world that Jesus had already, Lord God, you had already, Lord God, ordained him to be a lamb slain, Lord God, before the foundation of the world. You had already made, Lord God, provision for him to be our healing. And you said that there is a bomb in Gilead. Why are my daughters not healed? So, Father, right now we will see healing, healing in our bodies, healing in the bodies of those, Lord, that may be going through cancer right now, Father God. We thank you right now, Father, as we declare and decree the blood of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus, yes, Lord God, God, to right everyone, now, God. Lord, yes. God, that may be facing cancer right now, Father God. We speak to those dividing cells, God, that are dividing abnormally, yes. and we declare and decree, Father, right now, that they will cease and desist in the name of Jesus. They will in no the longer name of Jesus. to abnormally, Glory. but God, we apply the blood of Jesus, Father. Yes, the God, blood, we thank you the right blood. now, Father God, that every, 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 every cell, God, that is yes, not God. lined up in perfection, Lord God, from your design, Lord, from when you made man, God. We yes, call God. it right now to cease and desist in the name of Jesus. God, in I thank you right now Jesus. that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask for even yes, things. God. Yes, God. According to the power that works in us. And so even as we agree right now on this on these airways, God, we set ourselves in agreement with your word. We set ourselves in agreement, God, by faith, and we call it done tonight. Yes, God, right now in the name of Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, amen Lord. Amen and amen. 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 Glory amen. To God. 
But it has been a wonderful, wonderful night. Minister Angel, thank you so much for being an angel and being here on this broadcast, sharing your testimony and lifting us up tonight. God bless you, woman of God. May God bless your ministry um, there in in, uh, Bowling Green. Um, Yes, thank you. Father God, I thank you for blessing the ministry. God bless her husband, Father. Bless her children. God bless everything, Father God, that concerns her. As you said in your word, you will perfect those things which concern her. So I thank yes, you, Father God, God that there is no, no lack in any area of her life, Father, because, Lord God, she delights herself in you, God. I pray right now that you would give the woman of God the desires of her heart, that you would make yes, every good place straight, God, every rough place smooth, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you for the latter-day blessings being upon her life, that the, her latter days will be greater than her former, God, that and that her best days are yet to come. Hallelujah. We pray, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Amen and amen. 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 Well, my sister, I will see you at the soiree, and you said we're wearing pink. Is it? Is, uh, do I need Wear to dress pink. Or Do I need to be a little bit fancy? So I need no, to be a little hey, bit whatever, whatever you want to. We just said no jeans, so just <laughs> whatever you want to do, honey. <laughs> All right, and I did post it on my page, and I want you, listen, audience, meet me at the Soray. If you have any questions, hit me up, but I want us to go. I want us to, to participate and support this woman of God and the great work that she's doing in the kingdom. All right, y'all. Thank, thank you y'all so, so much. much I love you, Good pink night. sister. <laughs> love you too, sis. I look love forward you. to seeing you soon. God bless. Yes. Good night. Okay, same to you. Good night.